This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hi, Dumb Nerds listeners. Hope you're having a great week. We got a great show for you today. It's all about body farms. For those of you who are like, what's body farms? Basically, there are farms uh, at colleges around the United States that study the decaying of bodies. So basically, they'll take some dead bodies, put them out in some woods or bury them and uh, see how they decay. So this is a really um, fun episode, you know, just really getting into the details of things we all want to know about what happens to the body when we die. My guest and I uh, enjoyed some whiskey while talking about this because, uh, you know, there's some things that it's like, hey, uh, that's a part of life, but not, uh, you know, not the most fun things to know about, but very interesting, to say the least. My guest today is Stephen Ray Morris. You might know him from the Purrcast, a podcast all about cats. He's also the sound engineer for My Favorite Murder and Mother May I Sleep With podcast. You can follow Stephen on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Stephen Ray Morris. Also, guys, you know we're a little baby podcast. This is episode seven. Going strong, but still still new. So if you could go to iTunes and rate and review this podcast, it would be most appreciated. Also, if you're shopping on Amazon, please go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumbnerds and click on that support our artist button. It'll take you straight to Amazon and you shop like you normally would. It's like nothing happened, but it helps out the show. Without further ado, let's get into Body Farms. Every day. Every day. Stephen Ray Morris is podcasting. Wow. <laughs> you wait, made it. Wait, is this, are we starting? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is a real cold open. This is here. We're here. Boom. Yeah. It's like, oh, what? A conversation's happening in the other room? I mean, we've been talking, we've been hanging out for a while. We have. Now it's on mic. It's official. It's official. Yeah. This is set in stone. It's uh, going down in history. No going back. <laughs> no going back. And we are talking about body farms. Yes. Or they have two other names. The one in Tennessee or the... Um, just in general. Oh, okay. Well... Corpse party. <laughs> Corpse party. Uh, let them rot. <laughs> Dairies. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> or to be more scientific, uh, anthropological research facility and forensic anthropology facility. That sugarcoats it a little bit. <laughs> it makes it, yeah, it makes it not sound like, oh, we're going to put some dead bodies out in the forest and watch them decay. Mm. Oh, listener, did you not know what that's what a body farm is? I mean, body farm sounds like it could be like an 80s R&B song. Like, hey, like girl I, body farm. Like, <laughs> I'd go to that concert. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, <laughs> or it, that hit song, body farm. The hit song, body farm. Yeah, it's body. Like, it's such an interesting idea. Yeah. Because like we... Um, you know, like there's the idea of like you donate your body to science. Uh, you know, you're a donor. Yeah. Uh, I'm a donor. Totally. Um, I am too. But that's interesting because uh, I at least know for the state of California, it gives you options of what you want to donate. Oh. Have you noticed this? No, I didn't notice oh. this. I guess I got to renew my driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, actually, um, <clears throat> I did this when I was 16, but there is 
what do you want to donate? And it'll say your body, just your organs, just your blood, nothing. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, for the longest time, I just clicked organs because I remember being distinctly at my grandfather's house watching the science channel with him when I first learned about body farms. So when I went to go check, what do I want to donate? I, when I saw entire body, I instantly was like, oh, I don't want my body sitting out in the forest. You don't want to just like funk, like yeah. just in the middle of yeah. the fucking but, yeah, forest. Can we yeah. swear on this? Hmm? Can we swear on this? Yeah, you can. It's okay, explicit. cool. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. That, so yeah, that made an impression on you in that it sense. It did, but uh, I think last year I had to renew my, uh, I did, I did have to renew my driver's license. Got a perfect score on the written test. Felt Wait, you had to take the test again? Yeah. That's I incredible. Don't, I don't quite understand, because uh, I feel like... Because you were you were from San Diego, I so am you're California, yeah, through and through. But they made me take the test again, and I have a perfect record. Well, minus when I was sixteen, and I got two speeding tickets in the first month of me having in the a license. first month. Yeah, speed demon. I was a speed demon, and I also was driving a nineteen eighty nine Ford Mustang convertible. Shit, it's probably the sexiest car I'll ever have in my lifetime. <laughs> I now drive a smart car. Uh, no sex appeal there. Uh, but yeah. Know, your smart car is pretty adorable. It's cute. It's cute. But uh, a muscle car, convertible top. That's fair. But also like on the freeway, it looks much faster. I don't remember if I like choosing which thing to donate. Yeah. I think I was just like, just fucking throw me out with the, and just let my cat eat me. Like, <laughs> just like yeah. let Penny Lane eat me. Like, I yeah, like, totally. I mean, yeah, you'll probably get eaten right away by Penny if you die in your house. <laughs> I just die in my house. And <laughs> Penny's like, oh, like man, dinner time. Like, we were going to donate him to science. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, Penny ate me. Yeah. But last year I, it asked me again about, uh, being a donor. And this time I clicked my entire body because oh. at this point I don't care. Uh, I've learned a lot in Just 10 years. Yeah. But also a thing I learned while doing this research was your organs. If you click donate organs, you have to hope that you die in a hospital or on your way to the hospital because you can't die. And then they find your body a day or two later. And then they're like, Oh, let's go in and get the organs. Well, your organs are bad. Yeah. Yeah. And this is stuff we've learned because of body farms. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Because it's like, once your body dies, it's like a ticking clock. Yeah. It's like you got to get in there and get the organs out and get them on ice (laughs) (laughs) and get them. Yeah. And then you give it to the driver. Hot potato. Yeah. yeah, Hot potato. Get them, get it into this body. Shit. His brain's dead. Yeah. Well, and also another fun fact is your brain is your first organ to go. Really? Yeah. That's why. That's interesting. And, and that made sense because. This is a lot about us. Yeah. 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 But it's like, do you, you ever hear, oh, we were able to revive you know, I don't want to say like your friend or family member, but they're now brain dead because they were, they didn't have oxygen. Oh, that's a good point. You're right. Because it's like, usually people are brain dead before. And so they can revive. So then, yeah. Yeah. It's like the body's alive, but like your appendix is like, I'm not ready to burst. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Appendix. Great. Brain gone. (laughs) We were able to save the kidney heart and all that. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. They have three minutes to try and get you back. Shit. And then it's not like three minutes instantly brain dead. It's at the three minute mark. Your brain playing with fire. Yeah, that's, that's when it's like, okay, we kind of got should we your bring this person back, back? But they're like half there. They're yeah. like kind of baked now. Oof. Yeah, this uh, this is a real uh, fun topic. <laughs> I mean, but it's interesting. I yeah. don't know. I I loved researching this. I mean, that's uh, a, that's the th- I think um, just tying into like 
just doing my favorite murder every week, mm-hmm. like hearing all these story, you know, stories about people who are getting killed. You know, I don't know. Like this is something that I've known about for a while, but has always kind of like fascinated me. Yeah. Because I'm like a very squeamish person. <laughs> and so, which yeah. is funny to think that like, cause I, you know, listen to these two amazing women tell these like true crime stories. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, like I'm somebody who like almost wanted to pass out at the body exhibit when it was mm. like at you. Oh, yeah. Cause it was in, it was at the exhibit. LA science yeah. center. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I went in high school for extra credit yeah. and I'm just like, Oh, like blood. <laughs> like, when I look at Dr. Pipple Popper, like the times when I check it out, like mm. that, Insta- I don't know if you've been checked out that Instagram. I haven't, I heard that's a thing though. Like people will go on YouTube and watch people yes. pop cyst or pimples. Yes. I've never done it, but I am guilty of uh, enjoying I, that. No, <laughs> This I, I got this from my mom. My mom was somebody like we'd be sitting on the couch watching TV and my mom would be like, hold still. And she'd like just dive in and like pop one of our pimples. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, ah, mom. But now my brother, Alex and I are those you. kind of people now. If we're in relationships and stuff. My face right now? Yeah. No, your face looks great. But if there was one and it's hiding behind. My yeah. Rough, I'd be like, probably. Steven hold still <laughs> but and I feel like that's such a in a relationship that makes me a bad partner because I'm that person that's like can I can I get your back pimple like you just I don't know I feel like that's true love like yeah. um so yeah Dr. Pimple Popper is an Instagram yeah that it literally mm-hmm. she's a she's a She'll get in there. Dermatologist. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe I should have just became a dermatologist. But like, she's like hardcore. I'm not into like that. That's my problem is that I'm fascinated mm-hmm. by this stuff. But like the but moment if you that there's watch blood, oh, I like just start even a to little get, blood, like, just like start to like, like I need to hold the table. Yeah. Um, well, know. that's a real thing. People passing out if they see a lot of blood. Yes. Or so that's, being why, in an that's why I'm room. fascinated by it. Totally. Um, I had an ex who um, was like assigned doing the science mm-hmm. thing and yeah. she would watch surgery videos on her lunch. Yo, boy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm, this salad's hey good today. Let's oh, by have the lunch way, together. was like having open heart surgery and <laughs> oh she would like watch that on her lunch. Yeah. But like, so I've always been like fascinated by this idea and like, Mm-hmm. At this point now, when you like Google image search anything, you're going to see a dead body. Or yeah. See porn. Oh my God. You're going to see dead bodies <laughs> or porn. Like you're yeah. it's either or like, it doesn't matter if you search, <laughs> like you search Pikachu and you're just going to get yeah. like, somebody who's been like knifed to death. And you're like, <laughs> why Pikachu is this costume? related? Because it's like, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. In a Pikachu costume. <laughs> and their dicks hanging out. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> Erotic porn. <laughs> Erotic dead body porn. That's such a I'm wild scene. Like, sure it's a thing. like you imagine like, like CSI like, uh, or like, fucking law and order like yeah like uh Christopher Maloney just like <laughs> just like looking over somebody in like a Pikachu costume, their dicks hanging out, they're like fucking shivved like a hundred yeah, times. Yeah. They're like, man, he didn't catch them all or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really that was a really hack joke. But like uh, put this in a Pokeball and take it to the morgue. Oh <laughs> but like um so I've always been like fascinated by it mm-hmm. as but a, but somebody who's been very squeamish about yeah. it. So like now Working on my favorite murder and getting more into like murder cases, do you find yourself at night Googling crime scenes and seeing dead bodies and stuff? Um, or is that just something oh, yeah. you're I mean, like, I'll read about it, but I don't want to see anything. I mean, I've certainly anything. seen more dead bodies in the last yeah. year than I have yeah. in my adult life. But like, I don't know, like, I think like we were talking about this actually off mic, but I think, you know, you find that stuff and it stuff happens to you and you see it. Mm-hmm. rather than like, I'm going to go watch a snuff film. Yeah. Like, I think there's a clear difference. Like yeah. 
I'm not searching, you know, like you're not looking for it. And I think yeah. a lot of people too, they, they come across it and then they're fascinated yeah. by mm-hmm. it. And I think a lot of people who are obsessed with true crime are obsessed with like this kind of stuff. I don't think any of them are really like, yeah, dead body. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Let I, me watch this person vacuum some kittens to death. No, like, I don't think anyone. I never like, want to see that. Did you listen to that? Have you? That was a very hard episode no, to get yeah. through. Both of their stories. I was like. There were things I never wanted to hear. No, but it happens and you experience it and you process it and then you move forward. Yeah. I think with this fascination of the body farm, it's the same kind of thing where it's like, I'm fascinated by it, but like, I'm also not going to like look, I don't know. It's just like, it happens. Yeah. You learn. Totally. You're learning about it and you, you go deeper down the rabbit hole and you learn stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's a great healthy way to look at the body farm because it's as we'll start going through as you do learn more about how the body decomposes and what happens. And we look like fucking fucking (laughs) cow. Like we look, you know what? People after they've been in the sun for a while look like, um, if I feel like people have big dogs mm-hmm. have like the like pig ear. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Pig ear. Like that leathery yeah. looking. Like, I feel like that's what human skin looks like after a while. Ooh. Like when it's been in the sun. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I was looking at the <laughs> Sally man photos that she did for the body mm-hmm. farm oh. when, she, when she went to the body farm. Mm-hmm. The photographer Sally man. Oh, I, I didn't stumble upon that in my research. Yeah. Yeah. But I did. But in my research, I did like was reading an article and get to the bottom and be like, here's a pig. And then five pictures of the pig decomposing. And uh, yeah, it would always end in like a skeleton. (laughs) Yeah. So we can thank William M. Bass for starting the first body farm in 1971 at the University of Tennessee. This body farm is just a few miles from downtown Knoxville. That's kind (laughs) of It's like, (laughs) like I'm living in, you know, like I'm, maybe I'm into music and I haven't quite made the move to Nashville yet, you know, like that sort of Mm -hmm, thing. mm -hmm. And, uh, but Hey, you know what? Um, yeah. Throw some corpses. Yeah. You're like drinking in, in downtown and you're like, Hmm, kind of smells a little like rotten eggs. (laughs) But for science, it's for science. It's for science. Another fun fact is right now, Amsterdam just got uh, approved by Europe to have a body farm. Europe was like, you have to, yeah, you're good, son. (laughs) Yeah. If you're a country in Europe, you have to ask the entire continent, hey, can I have a body farm? Yeah. Because it's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. But like at the same time, it is like, I like watched uh vice did a piece on mm-hmm. the body farm and it's just like i mean it's just uh, this is the uncomfortable stuff it's like um was it on the discovery channel there was that guy dirty jobs mm-hmm. you know like that show where it's like did they do an sh- episode on body farms or no but or maybe they did but like yeah but the idea that like we're gonna showcase this undesirable thing yeah that like this is how society functions like mm-hmm. Same thing, like body farm is essential to, you know, discovering yeah. it helps in, 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 um, murder cases or just any kind of like yeah, true crime. Kind that of. was something, well, one, I was very surprised by 1971 seems pretty recent to have a body farm. I would yeah. assume people were doing this in the 1800s. Well, I mean, I feel like there's <laughs> all those, like, um, there's all those, uh, photos of like Renaissance where like somebody's like arm is being peeled back or like, yeah, you know, they like the really did. Weird stuff. Yeah. Or like there's tons of like stories from the 1800s in Victorian England mm-hmm. where like there was like um, a movie that starred Andy Serkis and mm-hmm. Simon Pegg. Oh. That was like about these two guys who would steal dead bodies. Like, yeah. 
But like that was like a common thing of stealing dead bodies was like a common thing in like the 1800s and stuff. But the idea grave that, diggers. Yeah. Grave yeah. diggers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. It's interesting you say that because William M. Bass, he's that's what he did before he started the body farm was he was an archaeologist and he would go into Native American grave sites in the Midwest during the 1950s. Oh, wow. Yeah. And luckily, the living Native Americans were like, oh, you to him. Like, they liked him. <laughs> Cause, this is some uh, poltergeist shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, this is his word in his book, which is called Death's Acre, which is a book on him talking about how he came to do all this work at the body farms. But he's like, those Native Americans, they loved me. They just called me Grave Robber Number One. That was like his nickname. What? Yeah. Uh, so... He would just go into graves and figure out what were their valuables that they would bury with them, which is kind of makes me think of the pyramids and going in and looking at the mummies. And people always freaked out about how their process with death was really good at preserving bodies. Well, yeah, because they because they extract all the organs and stuff. Yeah. I was just talking to to my coworkers the other day. I was like, I'm being buried with my top eight, like like my MySpace top eight, like throwing in alive. Penny's coming with me. Like. Any of your best friends is still alive, has to go and hang out here too. You know, (laughs) like thrown in with me. Like, that's so interesting. That's interesting. You got to start as an archaeologist. And then he was like, Mm -hmm. hey, wait a minute. Let's move the timeline up. Like, obviously this skeleton can teach me a lot about a certain time and a culture and a place. But like, if we have a, hear somebody that was like murdered or an old person that passed away, let's see what happens to their body and then figure out what that means. Totally. Yeah. And that's what I was surprised by, but then makes complete sense is of course this would body farms would go in a forensics type of path to be like, Oh, let's use this for solving crime cases and everything. It's like, Oh, duh. Of course you find a murdered dead body. You need to find out like time of death and yeah, all that fun stuff. It's like a superpower. It's like, I know how dead bodies died, you know, or like I know how bodies died, not dead bodies. Cause as opposed to non dead bodies. Dying. Yeah. Going down this archaeological route and also the fact that William was an atheist kind of makes me go like, oh, maybe it does make sense that body farms came around in the 70s because that's when people started getting more like fuck religion. Because I think religion has a big, has like kind of like has it on lock when it comes to bodies and like, like, yeah, going to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. I think. And and this goes back to me being 16 and being like, you can have my organs, but you can't have my body of being. I think we That's like for Jesus. Yeah, yeah. My body's for Jesus. Uh, he can do what he will, but none of you humans, but, <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. Like, uh, I think just like growing up and, and seeing like the ritual of death and being, Oh, like there's the wake where you go and view the body or that's not the wake, but there's a viewing of the body. Yeah. Then there's the funeral. Then there's the never done party. That. Really? No. I've- um, I did it with my grandfather when I was, 17. So that would have been after. But I think just growing up, like, I don't know. And I don't know about you, but like (laughs) my grandma, especially like every time I talk to her, she talks about death. I think that's a big topic when you, when you get up there. Well, yeah. And like, especially when you're like, Everyone you know is like dying. Fuck, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. No, she's literally like, oh yeah, I gotta go to a funeral this weekend. My my friend Patsy, you know, finally kicked the bucket. Yeah, uh, you know, and then like she'll make jokes of being like, yeah, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to get all the weeds out of my yard. Hope I do that before I croak. 
my grandma's really funny. No, I mean before but my I'll, before my grandma passed away, she yeah. was very much that kind of thing. Like yeah, tongue in cheek kind of. Yeah, like I mean, it's you, coming. So you've accepted your mortality. Yeah. You are in a better place than any of us. Yeah, are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in that sense, but yeah, I, I've I guess the family that I've had that has passed away, they've all. Uh, turned to ashes. They've all like been like Cremated, fucking just fucking then, put me in a jar, motherfucker. Like, but would you do? Um, would your family do like spreading the ashes together, or yeah, is that just well, like one person's like, I got it, I'll take. No, well, yeah. no, my my aunt when my aunt um, Anna passed away, mm-hmm. um, she was you know put in the jar, put in the thing, mm-hmm. is like chilling. Uh, but when my <laughs> grandma passed away, we actually went out to this, um, it was basically a place where like my grandma had a cabin. My dad, you know, when he was a kid, went to this cabin all the time. Green, not Green River, like <laughs> Green River Killer. No, um, or like Apple Valley. It, it's somewhere out in East California. Somewhere. Got it. But it was uh, like a place she picked. Well, like they had a cabin out mm-hmm. there and stuff. And then, yeah. So like uh, we hired an airplane to fly over and spread her ashes out oh, over wow. this valley. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds um, nice. And like we hiked out there and stuff and did a little Aww, ceremony and yeah. all this stuff when my grandma yeah. passed away. But I mean, even so there's ritual in that. Yeah. You know? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there is something about. Like even today, I'd say the body means a lot to people, even if like it's like, oh, the person's like gone or talking about brain dead. It's like the person's personality, and everything, you know, is no longer there. Yeah. But the body, I think people, I mean, it's different now than maybe it was 100 years ago, but some people hold attachment to the body. Yeah. So being like, throw them out in a farm <laughs> to rot. Well, yeah, I yeah. think it's that idea of there isn't dignity in that, but it's like. I again, like they, I, I look, I was looking at these Sally Mann photos today mm, yeah. and, um, they were very like, even though it was like, oh, here's just literally somebody like turned over, like rotting in the sun. Yeah. But like she shot him with the kind of like, no, like this is, this is like going to mean something like mm-hmm. we're going to learn from this. Yeah. I, I, th- I like the way that she, she gave them a kind of dignity that I think that like you're saying that like, yeah, some people are like, well, I just don't want my selfishly. I'm just going to like rot in the ground yeah. and nobody's going to like, but learn from, yeah. my, you know, whatever I happened to me in my life. Like, yeah, I'm just going to be in my little box and rot. Whereas like the people who have been donated to the body farm, I actually don't know. And I don't know if that's something that, is everyone in the body farm wanting to be there or is that those are just like, yeah, we don't know. Nobody signed for this one. You know what I mean? I'm like, sure that that probably gets a little sticky, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also like if everyone's checking like, yeah, you can have my body. Does it get to a point where it's like, oh, we're at max capacity, but we are looking for this specific type of body that died at this specific time or yeah. whatever. That was one of my first questions when I was researching about body farms. So the University of Tennessee took the hold on body farms mm-hmm. and was like, you know, the only one for a while. And then now in the U.S., there are six of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's one in Tennessee. There's one in North Carolina at the Western Carolina University. Then there's two in Texas. <laughs> 
Texas State University in San Marcos and then San Houston State University. And then the more recent, so those ones were like, those four were around for a while. And then recently we've got one in Illinois at the Southern Illinois University and then one in Colorado at Colorado Mesa University. Then in California? They no. Wanna, they don't want to see what like the ocean air, air does to yeah. your body? And here's the thing. They're like, that rich fuck is like, yeah, like on the ocean. Like we don't care what <laughs> happens to their body. But yeah. So that was the one thing when I was like looking at all these climates, it's like, okay, but what about, yeah. What about coastal like uh, decomposition, like humid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because I feel like that would be a big factor is are you de- are you sitting out in the summertime? Or are you sitting out in the dead sure, of yeah, winter? Yeah. And maybe the Midwest, the Midwest. Yeah. You know, all the seasons and all, like that's just more. Yeah common than like how many people are murdered then a at the perfect beach? uh 70 degrees yeah, every yeah, yeah. day <laughs> how many people are murdered at the beach you know what I yeah mean? yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> not a lot of murdering at the beach but in the midwest stabby Ton, stabby, tons of stabby. <laughs> and also uh all the body farms were in the u.s up until 2016 which i think is fascinating there were no other body farms in the rest of the world in the rest of the world yeah wow yeah just last year sydney australia got one yeah we're gonna throw some dead bodies out in the yard. <laughs> that's a good that's go-to right. accent terrible australian accent. hey uh i appreciate the confidence because i think anytime i do an accent on stage or on a podcast it would just be awful in I my mean, car there, it's great. The six months of living <laughs> in New Zealand has given me too much confidence about. Oh, and you're probably one of those people around. that are like, let me tell you the difference between a New Zealand accent oh, yeah, and totally. an Australian accent. It's all, yeah, the inflection is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Us, uh, New, Kiwis are just more, are just tired Australians. <laughs> or Australians are just very excited Kiwis. Hmm. So either way, shout out to, shout hot out, tip. Shout out to my Australasian <laughs> sisters and brothers. Like, love it. Love it. So. Got a body farm in Sydney, Australia. One that's up and coming is the one in Amsterdam because they just got approved for that permit. Up and coming. <laughs> we're, we're like this hip young body yeah, farm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we want one, but we got to ask for permission. Also, I just love that they have to ask the entire continent to be like, we would like a body farm. Can we have that one? Yeah, that shit's fucked. Yeah. You're just like, do, 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 do. I love doing weed. I love doing weed, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. I do weed. I like windmills. Oh God, there's tons of dead bodies next to this windmill. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did you, wait you said Den, you said. Amsterdam. Amsterdam, okay. Cool. But here's, like, here's, gonna... yeah. But here's the thing with Amsterdam. All their body research is going to be buried bodies. Oh, not above well, ground. That makes sense too. I mean, I yeah. think there's like a lot of uh, going back to forensics. When someone does some murdering in Amsterdam, there's not a lot of places to just dump a body, so most murderers bury their oh, victims. They don't throw them into the canals or anything. No. no. Yeah, I guess it's too obvious. <laughs> it would be too obvious. I think mm-hmm. probably. And then I think also Europe was like, "Look, there's nowhere you could have rotting bodies above ground and not be an inconvenience to your neighbors." <laughs> And yeah, because <laughs> like the field of um, what are the flowers in Amsterdam and like I don't the, know the the like the wildlife. <laughs> well, there's there's like these like flowers that are always like associated with like the windmills and like you're like oh that's so beautiful oh there's a <laughs> dead body <laughs> yeah it's like I'm going to pick this flower what the fuck yeah yeah um and yeah I think I loved about the Amsterdam one I'm googling Amsterdam flower is that <laughs> so they got the permit and it's going to be in a vacant lot next to a KFC. 
Well, I mean, that's the secret <laughs> recipe, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, they, th- that body farm is specifically just bodies that also donated their organs. So the body goes to the body farm, the <laughs> organs go to KFC. Yeah, totally. I think these are tulips, right? Tulips. That's, yeah. that's what it was. They're beautiful. Tiptoe through the, oh, wait, no, copyright. <laughs> Tiptoe through the tulips. So I want to get, oh, yeah. catch your podcast for copyright. You would, you would know the rules. Yeah. I'm sure I'll get it's flagged thir- for 30 something. Thirty seconds or less. Oh, oh so it's kind of like YouTube. Yeah, it's right. The same thing. You'll so you fine. can you can we can name drop, but if we're gonna <laughs> burst out in a song, gotta keep it under thirty we could, seconds. Yeah, we could play thirty seconds. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah. So you know, drop off your uncle at the body farm in Amsterdam, and then go get a bucket of chicken. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's um, crazy. But U.S. is. Despite <laughs> them having six, yeah, yeah, it's next to an Applebee's. <laughs> oh, totally! It's definitely near a chain of some sort. <laughs> oh. in, I'm just trying to like in Tennessee, in Knoxville, right? Mm-hmm. In Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a fucking yeah. There's an Applebee's. Oh, there's totally an Applebee's. Maybe yeah. a Burger King or yeah. McDonald's for sure. Starbucks. What's the what's the Carl's Jr. in the Midwest? Hardee's. Hardee's. Yeah, it's next to a Hardee's. It's, ne- it's <laughs> next to a Hardee's. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing with the U.S. is the U.S. is not like, hey, we got our six body farms. You guys stay out of it. They're actually very like, no, please. We need body farms around the world because of climate and because of different crime statistics. Because if it's Mm. like, oh, you know, in Tennessee, murderers are leaving their bodies. They're killing a lot in the wintertime and leaving their bodies out in the snow. You're going to get a much different reading than in Australia or in California. All those beach killings. (laughs) No, I mean it. Obviously, one thing they've learned is that weather affects decomposition. Yeah. Then bodies. Do you want to hear about what happens when the body dies? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. So. I the- mean, I looked at a lot of pictures today. So yeah, yeah. I'm prepared. Great. I, You know what it is? I think if we're just going to like touch on that right now, I don't like the idea of somebody being hurt. Mm-hmm. But if they're already dead, then it's like, yo, bro, you're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think, like it's, yeah. it's, 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 again, like we were joking, like the Google thing where it's like, no, like you've come across some like terrifying stuff. Yeah. On Google, like a Google image search. You just Google like fucking Jason yeah. Mraz and you're like, why is somebody being stabbed to death? <laughs> like in this image search. But like, <laughs> I think, I guess for myself, again, just speaking to the fact that I am a very squeamish person, but yeah. I'm looking at these like Sally Mann photos and I'm like, I mean, that is literally somebody's, that's a rotting corpse that I'm looking at. Like that yeah. is a dead body. There's no mistaking yeah. it, but it's totally fine. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that is the ultimate. And as you go into, you know, that is the distinguishing factor. Like this person is gone already. Yeah. So it's, the release has already happened. No, there's no it's more. Like s- there's no more. The cycle. conscious, it, it, they're like consciously being like, ah, I'm rotting. Help. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rotting. No, there's no more suffering. I yeah. Think that's why I think, I'm, yeah. to me, I'm almost, this is the part of like true crime or like whatever that I'm most fascinated by. Totally. Yeah. Cause I think one of the reasons why so many people are down with true crime and everything is as terrible as some of the stories are, it's like, well, that person's no longer suffering. I think if we were hearing stories of people like that were in the process of suffering, more people would be apt to be like, I don't, Want to hear this or I want to stop this or whatever. That's why I survives are so great because they're literally given the full journey. Yeah. Yeah. Person fucking going through the ring, going through some shit. Yeah. And then coming out the other side and surviving and even thriving. Yeah. Like that's, those are the, some of the ultimate stories. Yeah. I survived is definitely like my favorite 
Yeah. Especially my favorite murder when they're like, I'm going to tell a nice survived story. I'm Your like, Mary Vincent's Thank you. here. Um, yeah. The, what was the name of the woman that they just had on recently? Not had on, but like. Yeah. Oh, with, um, fuck with her cousin. Yeah. In the car yeah. and everything. I know the name of this person. Yeah. It's I can't totally think escaping of it. me. <laughs> but we're not going to. I know the story. Yeah. People know. People, People know. People know. Yeah. She's great. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All yeah. right. Now it's time for the process of what happens to our bodies when we die. Thanks to body farms. Yes. Uh, so the first thing that happens, they like to call the death chill. <laughs> and that's basically, um, so your heart stops beating. And this is, this is also, I think learning about this makes me think, wow, the body is so amazing. <laughs> Cause basically when the heart's beating, it's keeping our blood a liquid. And then as soon as the heart stops beating, the blood starts to solidify or coagulating. Yeah. Coagulation. That's what happens. Yeah. So with, <laughs> with your body, your blood is literally turning into like a solid. And it's when wild that it happens pretty much like pretty fast. Yeah. And then so with that happening is your body is just basically becoming slowly becoming room temperature. So every hour your temperature drops 1.5 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm going to hang out in Arizona so that can't happen. <laughs> yeah, yes. If you die when, you know, you're at 98.7 degrees, Palm you're Springs, good. Springs, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> and that's, but going back to forensics, that's why when they come onto a murder scene, they can check your temperature. To figure oh, out what okay. time you died. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, if you're at 95 degrees, they're like, oh, you died two hours ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Interesting, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> that it, I mean, that's wild. Yeah. Thanks, Body Farms. <laughs> <laughs> Next step, rigor mortis. That's always weird. So, because your blood is solidifying, you stiffen. So, you no, can't be moved. Sense. Yeah. I actually um, didn't know that first step. So, the fact, but it rigor mortis is such a common yeah like <gasps> yeah but yeah. going back to like as soon as the heart stops beating how quickly your blood solidifies it's a two to six hour process oh wow so that's what's fascinating too is just how quickly your body's like we're out bye, <laughs> bye. i'm sorry yeah but i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> uh, uh yeah mm-hmm. damn real fast it's a little kind of, i mean i don't know if that's a wide window but Two to six hours. Like, mm -hmm. what would? What's the difference between somebody who's like two hours and is like I'm gone, or like six hours? Like I'm holding on. You mean like if they're still? Well, the the idea that the window of rigor mortis is two to six hours. Oh and, yeah, because that feels like a wide yeah. window to me. But it does, and maybe that's why the University of Tennessee's first body farm in the world is like, hey, let's get more body farms around the world because maybe that's like a climate factor. Yeah. Or like the idea that like in the 1800s, they used yeah. to bury people with bells. So if they woke up, they could, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it was such a common thing that yeah. like in Victorian yeah. England times, you know, people were buried, like coffins had bells that you could ring if you were buried alive. Yeah. Because I mean, that's, that's gotta be a lot of people's number one fear. It's being buried alive. Yeah. I think, I think if you went around and pulled people like, what's your number one fear? Speaking you would, in public. Speaking, alive. Yeah, speaking in public, buried alive. Doing stand-up. Doing stand-up. Being buried alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like, I mean, at least I don't have any statistics in front of me, but the mm -hmm. the idea that it was commonplace in Victorian England um, to be buried with a bell yeah. that you could ring if you were buried alive. Which means that was like a problem. Yes. Someone had to be like, oh, we're burying a lot of people Tons alive. Of people alive, yeah. Let's give a little bell. Yeah. Yeah. 
Personally, I'm more claustrophobic around people than I am things. So I think I'd be fine in a coffin. So if you woke up, you'd just be like, okay, I'm going to be dead within seven days. So I'm just going to relax. Or are you going to try to kill Billy your way out there? (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's this. Kibble Volume 2 is so good. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I was just so... No, I, I love it. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, I'll sit and watch both movies yeah. in a night, totally. Yeah. Yeah, hands down. Um, but yeah, that... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'm generally worried about that sort of thing. Like, but... I think at this day and age, they know, I mean, you, I'm gonna they know ashes, you're dead. I'm going to be ashes too, but... Well, yeah. I did donate. To, well, I guess I should figure this out. I don't. Yeah, know you got to go back on and figure out what you want to donate. Yeah. But knowing that Oregon fact that you need to be in a hospital within three hours... Well, I mean, that makes sense because you're like, I want to do some good. Yeah. It's like my organs, to somebody who needs it. There's a Japanese, not a Japanese horror film. Sorry. It was, um, I think it was Thai mm-hmm. called the eye. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard do you, of have this. you seen this? No. no, it was somebody who like dies and they like donate their eyes. <gasps> the person gets an eye transplant. And so yeah. they, it was kind of like six cents where they see the, they can see ghosts, you know, but like nobody else can. Ooh. There was an American remake with Jessica Alba. In, she like sees. The, is it like, good? No. <laughs> Remakes are hardly. But you know what I mean, like. Yeah. But 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 like to your point, like if I'm gonna donate my body and my organs to something, I want to know that they're like not gonna just be thrown out to be like chew toys, you know? Yeah. Like, they're gonna be like yeah. used to save someone's life, you know? Yeah. Like uh, like, like somebody who had a heart transplant, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's father donated their heart, their father passed away, but their father or their mother donated a heart to somebody. And then like that person whose heart, like they took this person's heart, like met their, you know, Oh, like those that, stories are always you know like I mean? you play some sentimental music and I'll be crying in yeah, no time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But going to like movies and like a fun futuristic plot point is what if we get to a point where when you go to a hospital, they give you a shot. It's kind of like a microchip for like animals. But as soon as you drop dead, the hospital's notified and they race to get your body so they can get your blood and your organs and donate to I'd people. I'd be down for that. I'd be yeah. down for a chip that's like the moment I, I'm dead, I'm a, people yeah. are alerted. Yeah. Because why? Woo. Um, did you read that? I think it was New York Times, but about the guy who was dead for like a year and nobody. There's a documentary on a woman in England who was dead for three years with her TV on. Yes. I remember reading that story. Yeah. Uh, But there are a lot of cases of people being dead for a ridiculous amount of time. There's a, um, something like Brown. Yeah. There was a a Mm -hmm. new, uh, I think it was either New York times or something like that. I think it was a New York times for sure. And it went into all the story about all the people who surrounded this person Yeah. In their final days uh, or not their final days, technically. Yeah. No, I was reading. Yeah, it's I don't know. There's something to be said about us forgetting the names. But I read a story about a 1950s actress that was pretty popular and she died in the hills and no one noticed for the longest time until they were like, man, the mailman's like having to set the bills like outside of the box. Or like the there was a man in Germany. um, who. (laughs) Who had automatic, who had automatic bill pay. Fuck. And then finally when his account ran out of money, they're like, then they started to investigate. Yeah. That's crazy. But I think he was alive for a few years before anyone discovered. Well, yeah. And the, and the woman in England, she was past due for obviously years. And they were like, why didn't the government be like, Hey, this person's not paying their utilities. Yeah. 
So yes, I would I would be down to get microchipped. Come get my body ASAP. But also going back to forensics and stuff, if you get murdered and your chip goes off, that murderer is not going to be able to dispose of your body pretty quick. And when they do, they'll still know where your body is. Yeah. I think we just solved Yeah, I think crime. we just solved everything. We solved crime. Woo! We solved everything. No, um, yeah, that's actually really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gen- thinking it would be a, a good movie moment here of like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, well, because it's, I mean, there's a lot of cases of like people who aren't uh, on there's a they made a Lifetime movie about it. But of the murder of Skylar niece, like she mm-hmm. wasn't they, it took months to find her. And yeah. yet it was two other 16 year old girls who murdered this uh, little girl. You know, like they were all yeah. in like, you know, freshman year of high school. Fuck. And yet they were still able to hide the body of a of another like they stabbed this girl to death like yeah. in a fucking warehouse in like Arizona I want to say yeah or somewhere like that I mean that would be that's a case where you're like oh if we were all fucking microchipped like I don't know like they could have found this yeah like because again it was like it was just some teenage girls murdering another teenage girl and like yeah you wouldn't like, think it would be that thought out you know well the fact that they got away f- with it for so long is just bananas to me yeah you know because yeah. like what was i doing when i was 14 i certainly <laughs> wasn't shiv- like stabbing no. anyone to death but like i was talking to all my friends on the phone 24 7 i was like learning how to play bass <laughs> that's cool yeah like yeah i was watching saturday night live couldn't wait to graduate and as soon as i got home from school was talking to somebody on the phone yeah no yeah. So I think this microchip idea is a genius idea. Uh, I should patent it and get it out there ASAP. The, the copy, uh, we're on a podcast right now. So it's yeah. Copyright. Oh, cool. Sweet. It's yeah. copyright. Because I'm going to say, because Amazon and so many companies are getting to a point now where they want to put a chip next to like your washer and dryer. So when you're out of like laundry detergent, you hit a button. So they're about to make a lot of money. Yeah. They're going to have to, for taxes, do something charitable. Microchip everyone. Sign make the world up. a safer place. Um, I mean, I want to have like a thing in my arm that's like all my passwords for all my webs, like yeah, your Amazon, your bank account, your yeah, just fucking scan it, and then it's like cool. Cause, oh yeah, because sometimes I can't remember passwords. <laughs> no, I can't remember any passwords. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something like microchips. So when you die or something, someone just taps it or destroys it or something because I know that's a big thing with people. Is that sure, are like, I can delete my social media presence. <laughs> Well, again, and then take my top eight and we're all yeah. throw, me, throw them all into my tomb. Yeah. Going with your top eight, though. Remember me. <laughs> what if on your on your tombstone, you're you know how like they say, like, you know, beloved mother, daughter, sister. And there's like usually some quote. What if your quote was your like last tweet? <laughs> what is my last tweet? I know my last tweet. What was your last tweet? I just said tweet. That. Is profound. Thank you. To be honest. <laughs> that would be a good one. Like mine's not going to be profound. Like mine <laughs> is going to be, do you count your pin tweet or do you count your latest tweet? Oh, my pin tweet. I don't know how they would do that because it'd be a picture of a bunch of cats. Yeah. Well, same thing with mine. Mine's of a cat. Too, so. <laughs> um, my latest tweet was champagne and cup noodles for dinner. So I certainly wouldn't want that in my life. <laughs> I kind of love it though. <laughs> I wouldn't want that to be my last tweet. Yeah. Um, well, if if I didn't do this tweet one, my last one would be: I cleaned out all my Tupperware in my fridge. May I get a parade and giant trophy, please? Cassie Jerkins. Yeah, but that one has a gift. Seven. Seven. To twenty seventeen. Okay. 
Wait. You know? Oh, yeah. We're the same age. We are the same age. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mine would, if it was my pin tweet, it would be weekly tales of murder waiting for cookies. Ah, uh, Elvis. This is, this is a photo of Elvis and I. And then, fuck, what if it was like adding <laughs> Karen in Georgia? Like, she's being like, yeah. like, God damn it, this person's dead, but we keep getting fucking people like, yeah. tweeting at. Hashtags and at symbols. It would, Hashtag, it would be a hot mess, but, you know. Hashtag cookies. Hashtag cookies. <laughs> All right. After rigor mortis. We have decomposition. For a few days after death, some cells, such as the skin cells, are still alive. Because of this, the live bacteria starts to break down and putrefy the body. That's fun. That's fun. That's also where we get into things that I learned that I was like, oh boy, I didn't realize that was a thing. Well, I um, I went to, uh, there's the... I forget what the full title is because it's pretentious, but the uh, San Francisco Science Center of Learning and Awesomeness. That's not Sweet. actually what it's called. <laughs> and we're awesome. Yeah, Just yeah. Uh, shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it. Stop we're, talking. We're awesome. Shut up, San <laughs> yeah, Francisco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the Science Center in San Francisco is a wonderful museum. It's mm-hmm. it's it's expensive, but it's fucking worth it because yeah. it's like you've got the like rooftop terrarium. You have the fucking aquarium side of things. Mm-hmm. You have the planetarium. There's a full like four or five story biome that's it's hell yeah it's a it's a it's a rainforest biome it's all you know your the yeah. ground floor canopy all the stuff um you know separated from the rest of the museum it's like recreating the rainforest in the middle of san francisco uh san francisco's science San science center for science or something like that there's an albino alligator type all, all the good stuff <laughs> Um, Everything you want in a museum. Bam. But when I was there, they had an exhibit on, I think it was California coast, but they also had a thing on decomposition where it was these like time-lapse videos of like these seal, these dead seals. Like they had these boxes where they had yeah. all these like, you know, beetles eating away at these uh, like seal skulls. So you see this time-lapse footage of yeah. like, here's a dead skull, like yeah. dead seal. And then you would do like, like all these like bugs slowly eating away. Yeah. And then like I think about planet Earth, like yeah. when they go underwater and you see like the whale, mm-hmm. the dead whale. And then you see all the things on the, on the um, ocean floor, like eating away at the whale. Yeah. Until there's nothing left but like pearl white bones. Like, yeah, I find that stuff so fascinating. And so it's, I don't know, it's so interesting that like that's you can do that same thing with humans until there's like nothing left totally and that was something i found very fascinating that i wish i'd learned more about is that insects and maggots pick up on the fact that you're dead really fast they're like hi yeah they're like like the little radars go off and they just know and the eating starts pretty quick and i think that's mainly my biggest fear of going back to being 16 and being like i don't know if i want to donate my body is just the idea of insects just devouring a body is pretty insects are hanging out you're like am i dying yeah yeah Like I'm cool with if I'm in a lab and I'm they're just watching me run. I'm like, okay, that sounds that sounds sexy. On the next episode, watching me rot. Yeah, yeah. That's a Santa Clarita diet. Like that's mm-hmm. like that Drew Barrymore Netflix. <laughs> oh yeah. Doing? Do you know about this? Uh uh-uh, no. It's a it's a sitcom mm-hmm. about. It's called Santa Clarita Diet. It, mm-hmm. I think it just as of this recording came out on Netflix tonight. Oh shit! Um, it's about um, like a it's you know family sitcom, mm-hmm. but Drew Barrymore's character is a zombie. Yeah. 
Oh, cool. And it's like her and um, Timothy Oliphant mm-hmm. as like a married couple who like have to deal yeah. with the fact that like Drew Barrymore is becoming a zombie. <laughs> Interesting. And yeah, it's gotten yeah. good reviews so far. And stuff. Cool. It's called Santa Clarita Diet. I'll have to and check that out. It's about Drew Barrymore becoming a zombie. I love it. Like I watched the trailer and I was like, this is cool. <laughs> like, I love Who's it. hosting it? No, no, it's a sitcom. A sitcom, but uh, oh, oh, is it on Netflix. like, it's Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love all these shows coming out on internet. Well, it's such a specific idea. Yeah. And it's like, oh, our mom, like it's a, it's kids and a dad, (laughs) like family guy or like the Simpsons being like, oh, but our mom's a zombie now. Yeah. And then hilarious situations that involve our mom being like a bloodthirsty (laughs) zombie. Yeah. We live in the age of the nerd where that can happen. Totally. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that, that sitcom could not happen 10 years ago. Yeah. It does make me think of this movie. Did you ever watch it as a kid where it stars Lily Tomlin and she's shrinking? It, I think no. it's called something like The Incredible Shrinking Woman. No. Yeah. And the whole movie is about her getting the diagnosis that she's shrinking to the point of her becoming so microscopic. And the whole movie is about her still trying to be like a mom and raise her kids. But like she's she's like at a grocery store and she's like the height of a toddler. No. Yeah. I don't know this. It's very interesting, but it makes me think of that a lot. That I was, mean, I wonder if that's what the sitcom is like. I think it's like yeah. a 12 episode or 10 episode kind of sitcom. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Uh, I want to check that out. And I'm also very interested in this new Christina Ricci uh, show on Amazon where she's playing uh, Zelda Fitzgerald. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, anytime Christina Ricci's in something, I'm like, I'll be there. I support well, that, her. I, mean, I didn't, I actually didn't know about this, but that's cool because fucking Scott, F. Scott Fitzgerald stole everything from something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like, it's about her. And it's like, even the trailer, you get her being like, you stole my writing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God, I'd love to see this. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's going to be like hardcore feminist film. That's, I mean, I love her. Again, it's, it's, the history is written by the winners and it's been a lot of white dudes. So they've yeah. been like, yeah, well, my wife. Ooh, yeah. You and know, like totally. And that made me th- read more about her. Like, cause, uh, like when I was going to Portland and stuff, I had a lot of downtime and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I want to read about Zelda Fitzgerald. But yeah, she spent like most of the end of her days in a mental institution. Wow. And I just believe that to be, you know, white men being like, she's crazy. Just get rid of her. But she's probably being like, no, motherfuckers, you stole my shit. And they're like, look at her. Be hysterical. She has schizophrenia. Yeah. Fucking sucks, man. (laughs) Uh, Sylvia Plath style. That's all I. Hell yeah. Or Virginia Woolf. Would you go out Virginia Woolf style? I'll just go out Emily Dickinson style. All right. I'll just like hang out in my room. People bring me delivery. Just write a lot of poems about like that sounds nice. That shit sucks. Yeah, yeah. She's my favorite, Emily Dickinson. Yeah, but what does that say for women? Because I remember distinctly being like, I love Sylvia. I love Virginia Woolf. I love all these like strong women. Oh, they all their them. endings are all them committing suicide or being in mental institutions or yay, yay, <laughs> yay the patriarchy. Yes. Uh, the next thing that what happens when the body dies is the color changes. Our body goes from green to purple and then eventually black. And this is when you turn into like the pig ear. Yeah. This black definitely makes you think of the corpses, like the black skull before. Yeah. But green is interesting. Uh, But they do. 
I did, I did do a lot of reading where they talked about like specifically things like the lips and places where there's the tongue where there's a lot of blood flowing because the blood stopped. It's like going from purple to white to black. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> but not as fun as this next step. Yeah. The smell. That's rough for me. I realize I'm a very sensitive person to smell. Yeah. I, I've never, yeah. never smelled death. You know, <laughs> like I. Supposedly when you do smell death, you'll never forget it. No. So then I've never smelled it then. Yeah. Because I feel like I would know. Yeah. Because people even talk about having smelled death and then being somewhere like, oh yeah, I was in my apartment walking, you know, down the hallway and I smelled death. And that's when I knew my neighbor had been murdered. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've smelled bad things before. Like I certainly thought like, oh shit, maybe a cat died in the walls like mm-hmm. of my old apartment complex. <laughs> oh no. Like, yeah. But it hasn't stuck with me. Yeah. Like I've, I've smelled bad. the decay of the rat, but I'm sure a, a human body is much more profound. And but I mean, how do you even yeah. know? I smelled a bad smell in my apartment complex. But, like, I don't know what it was. Right, so yeah. So, like, I, it I could can't be say some... definitively that it was death or yeah. not, or, you know, a yeah. cat or a person. Like, when I first moved to L.A., I lived, um, I lived, like, Caddy Corner to Intelligentsia. Oh, okay. This, mm-hmm. like, apartment complex that was definitely from, like, the 20, like, you know, down the street from El Cid and, mm-hmm. like, the Vista and stuff. And, like, I swear to God, like, there's probably some mob people, like, mob <laughs> people, like, plastered in the walls, oh, you know, God. like, kind of thing. Yeah, you know? right. But it's, like, I didn't smell them. Like, but part of me was, like, oh, if I just, like, take a screw, you know, a hammer, a screwdriver to the wall and, like, yeah. remove the, like, layers of plaster and repainting, mm-hmm. like, I'll probably would find shit like that, you Yeah. Know? Fuck, dude. It makes me think of all the mob stories at the comedy store. Oh, what's that? Oh, uh, so before it became a comedy store, it was like a mob front for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. And there was, I mean, yeah, it's cool, but, but it also goes like, you can hear a lot of stories (laughs) that people talk about the comedy store being haunted because Mm. like specifically in places like the green room, uh, there used to, they used to like take people down there for meetings and in the, you'd kind of go down underground, but there'd be like a little sliver of a wall of a window up top. And that's where people would have their like snipers ready to take out whoever they were instructed to take out. Oh shit. Yeah. That's crazy. And also, so this is not right. as cool, but they said like a lot of time mob bosses would get a woman pregnant. They would perform abortions down there too. So Fuck. yeah, you know, just a lot of like weird energy. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of energy. Yeah. Cause I mean, before I heard all those stories, I just knew like, Oh, all the comics would do a lot of Coke down there. And there's literally in the, the main comedy store green room, there's a coffee table that is like a glass piano. It's a really cool coffee table. Sounds great. But the fact that it's all like, but not glass, like mirror, it's like, oh, you would do your Coke off the mirror. Um, Live in large, invi- baby. Nobody, nobody's invited <laughs> me, so. Yeah. Well, I've never done Coke, let alone Coke off the mirror of the coffee table piano. Then how do you know you've made it? I don't. I feel like I know I made it when I go to a party when they're like, hey, we're doing low. <laughs> <laughs> they told you. They have to tell me. They haven't, they yeah, haven't yeah. exactly asked you. Yeah. But at least they're like. Telling me. They're at least like, she's cool <laughs> enough to know that it's happening. Yeah, because I'm sure I've been at parties where it's happening, but I'm just not they're in like, that. Mm, I'm Cassie's not part not, of the Coke party yeah, yeah. yet. Yeah. Steven's not part of it. It's like, no, no. 
We're not going to invite you, but at least we're going to let you know that it's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you get invited, you're cool. But then yeah. when you know your husband is when you're like, hey, everybody, I got Coke. And then everyone's like, ooh. 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 Steven's got a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ugh. We're organic now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We're on mushrooms right now. <laughs> yeah, we don't do Coke. Yeah. <laughs> that is so. That's for the losers. Yeah. All right. You got your smell going. You got your colors changing and everything. Jeez, this is rough. This one was pretty crazy. I learned some things about this that was insane to me. Uh, next is bloating. So, so is that like the way like the gases are like? The yeah, methane? it's all building up inside your body, and it's causing the corpse to expand and the eyes to be pushed out of their sockets, mm. and forces the tongue out of the mouth. <laughs> that silence on the podcast yeah just uh take that in but here's the thing like i'm just like what is your tongue attached to yeah that's the thing too um is i don't know maybe it's not that far out maybe it's just a little out but i can see your eyes being like yeah like i can see that oh even though God. our eyes are actually connected to stuff it is know? connected like, to stuff, like but eyes- not as much as maybe your tongue is or maybe yeah, uh, yeah i don't know but uh, here's the thing, too, with the bloating is you bloat so much that your body literally explodes. And that's how everything gets eaten up and decomposes. So then all that's left is a skeleton. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> no, I just. But, but were you saying that it makes sense almost. But I almost there's this idea of like somebody hanging out at a grave. Yeah. And, just there and all of a sudden the ground is like, <laughs> just like a subtle, like, You're like, like vibration. Uh, grandpa You're like, just exploded. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Hmm. Um, but hmm. it does make me think of um, morticians, right? If you work in a mortuary and you work on yeah all that you're undertaker. a mortician yeah undertaker, the undertaker. yes Ooh. <laughs> uh but they talk about when they're working on bodies like the body still makes sounds yeah just like, Woo. <laughs> oh, I was thinking when like um do you remember that uh that futurama anthology episode where bender turns into a human and no, like, I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen that? Oh yeah. my God. And like, yeah, <laughs> Bender is like reverse fossilization. That's what it's called. Okay. And so Bender is turned into a human, but then he like lives large so much that he like dies, but he's just like this giant bloated corpse. And they're <laughs> oh. like, when did he die? And he's like, about 11 hours ago when the party started. <laughs> he's like, but he just said woo. And they're like, but that was just air escaping from oh the Oh my folds. God. Just like let's just roll him out of here so he doesn't stink up the joint, and then she's like, Bam. "Woo, woo!" You know, it's just yeah. like the sounds of like, "Oh God, yeah." I mean, I would hope the sound I make is "Woo." Yeah, that I, sounds but, like a fun I would, sound. yeah, as opposed to like. Well, I mean, to to bring it back around, my aunt's, um, my Anna's funeral mm-hmm. was a luau. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, Your aunt sounds like she was a cool person. Yeah, my aunt, uh, she passed away, pancreatic cancer, which Damn, is like, cancer sucks. which is the worst cancer. Like, yeah, that's Steve Jobs passed away. Yeah. Of. Like mm-hmm. anybody you can think of who like passed away f- from cancer, like quickly, it was pancreatic cancer. It's Fuck. the worst. Yeah. Um. So my aunt passed away from pancreatic cancer. Uh, this is like 2007, 2008. Okay. Um. It was the summer between, cause I, it wasn't mm, 
do 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 I remember this yeah is, life experiences yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally uh, it was before it was in between my sophomore and junior year because I, of high school bec- or no uh, college, college yeah, because yeah, yeah junior year sp- the summer between junior year and senior year is when I studied abroad in New Zealand mm-hmm. um so it was the summer before and uh so for her funeral she uh wanted a luau so it's <laughs> ridiculous I wore uh <laughs> a Hawaiian shirt, but it was a black Hawaiian shirt. So it was like, <laughs> were you Hawaiian, like, you're like, like did you go shopping for this shirt yes, after did. the funeral? You're like yes. I need a black no, Hawaiian bef- shirt before the funeral, like for, the Oh, funeral. right. Right. Yeah, for yeah, the funeral. Yeah. yeah. The I funeral. meant, uh, after yeah, like yeah. knowing you were going to yes, this vacation. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. My I didn't was, even know you could buy a black Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. I didn't know either, but, um, cause my aunt was amazing. And, yeah. uh, her thing was like, well, I mean, fuck, man. Let's just make this a party, you know? Fuck like, that's yeah. what my aunt was. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I have nothing but respect for that philosophy. Yeah. And she yeah. was just like, if we're going to have a wake or, or whatever it's called, like, Let's this celebrate. is going to be a party. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate me. Don't. Yeah. yeah. My aunt was um, Elastigirl from Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. that, that's how my aunt's personality was. That's amazing. I yeah. love it. That, that was my aunt. She Aww. was Holly Hunter in The Incredibles. Amazing. Um, but yeah, she was like, look, we're doing a luau. Like, you're all getting drunk. <laughs> like, you're yeah. wearing black, but it's like a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, yeah. So she did request, like, black. Yes. Like, she's like, go have fun fighting yeah. black Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Khakis and a black Hawaiian shirt. I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, it, man, it was the best. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Well, how what, how do we get on that train? Because we, we were talking about Futurama. And bloating and making noises. Uh, in the solemnity, <gasps> woo, in the woo! Maybe you were just like so. Like speaking of woo, yeah. Maybe that's I went was. to a woo funeral. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. My aunt's funeral was a woo funeral. Totally. That's I love it. Yeah. That's amazing. But also, I mean, my aunt was uh, cremated, so I didn't see that because you were saying. Oh, right, about going to wakes and like, stuff. Yeah, at I'm the sh- beginning of the podcast, yeah. you were saying. Yeah, my grandfather was. I remember, I remember a whole day of like my grandma just hanging out. The cool thing with that, (laughs) I will say, is people showed up that were like, yeah, I was just reading the newspaper and saw that this was happening and I remembered him. Yeah. So people were coming in with like, oh, I used to work with him or we were drinking buddies in Alaska. Was this in San Diego? Yeah, it was in San Diego. He He was a Navy guy. So he obviously worked with a lot of Navy people around the world. And then a lot of people loved San Diego. So they ended up buying houses there. So they showed up and they're like, yeah, I knew him in Kentucky. I knew him here. And so San Diego's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, San Diego is awesome. If I have the money, I'll retire there. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But so I thought that was cool. Like people showing up that was like, oh, wow, you were part of my grandfather's life and telling stories that like none of us knew about oh, him that's so interesting yeah. oh that's cool yeah you know while his body's just lying there in the room or no, whatever because i've never yeah i myself have never because again my grandma and my aunt were cremated mm-hmm. i've never been like in the presence of a dead body yeah as far yeah as I know. yeah yeah I mean, again there could be there could have been a mob, <laughs> right a mob dude, like in the walls like yeah. plastered in the walls and he's been dead since like the 50s but like yeah yeah as, so as far, far as you as know, as far as I know, <laughs> I've never been in the presence, immediate yeah. presence of a dead body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's also like people having stories. Like my mom has a story of she worked at a hotel for a while and was like, "Oh, this person 
we haven't heard from her in a while, opens the door and is like, oh, they're dead. Like, fuck. That's the story people have. It's like, yeah, I walked in on a dead body or I was running or walking my dog and I found a body in the bushes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's, I think that's the thing with listening to so much true crime that I'm always like, oh, am I about to see a dead body? <laughs> And that's just like, mm, I'm spending too many hours thinking about this stuff. You don't, you never know. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. Dempster. I mean, well, that was my fear in my old apartment was anytime I took the trash out. I, I don't know. For some reason that dumpster, I was like, I think this is a dumpster. If I open it, I will see a dead body in it. You're just like pouring your cat litter. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. But I'd be like, I'm so sorry for disrespecting your body. I didn't know I'm calling the authorities, but I'm not also going to be like, get your body out of the dumpster. Be like, we're coming. Uh, another thing I didn't know that the body does when it decomposes is uh, blistering. Did you know that? That's, uh, I mean, I didn't know that only in the sense that like I just from photos from the body farm. Like, yeah. The idea of like, because, you know, like when you get sunburned, your yeah. skin kind of blisters a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine if there's no control of you don't. Yeah. You don't throw a T-shirt on. Yeah. I don't know if sun has to do with it. But the reason why your body blisters so much, it says even the slightest touch will cause it to fall off. And I feel like that's a really oh, common shit. thing. It's like, oh, this arm just came off. Well, I know that's a common thing um, getting really morbid about uh, bodies in lakes and uh, in water is like, well, okay. One night I had, hey. I had insomnia. So I was just reading about weird shit and I was reading about deep sea divers like looking for bodies and one thing I learned is like, let's say you're in a lake or something, you're trying to find a body. You get to a point when you're diving where it gets so dark that all you can do is just feel for bodies. You can't see the bodies. So uh, there's that. Yeah, noise. I know. So divers have a lot of stories of being like, yeah, I was feeling around. And then all of a sudden I hit like a leg or an arm and I went to pull it up and I came back up with just the arm. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Fun times. I can't even look at Cassie. Right I know. Now. Fuck. I just have to say it with a smile on my face because, you know, in reality, this is some crazy shit. No, but that, it's believable. I mean, it's the totally idea of like, I don't know, <laughs> even when you're like making food and you like, and a piece of bread has been in soaking in water for a while. And oh, yeah. It's apart. Yeah. Yeah. Water is the great equalizer. Yeah. No, I totally believe it. Yeah. Yeah, you could just like pull and then just, yeah. <laughs> just get off the like, bone. where's the bone? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. But I did, I have read that. I mean, again, how do they know this? I guess people that survive, they say when you're drowning, you hit a point where you like let go. And that's supposedly a very like bliss moment where you're like no longer like, okay, this is it. Mr. Frodo. <laughs> But then I know my stupid brain now will be like, if that happens, we'll be like, skin off the bone. <laughs> when they find you, you'll just be pieces. Mm, but you'll be tender something. and juicy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the fish. Also, I for some reason, the idea of fish eating me is not as disturbing as maggots eating me. Hold in silence while I <laughs> ponder this. I agree. But, but that just might be our phobia with so, insects. Maybe, but, um, and this exists on YouTube as far as I know, 
from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Because it's like there, there's always that thing about piranhas where like, tick, tick, oh, like, piranhas, like, yeah. You know, like eat, they eat a cow in like yeah. 30 seconds or whatever. That's insane, yes. So there is footage on YouTube of piranhas eating stuff really quickly. Yeah. That sounds better. Because then you're just out. You're gone. Yeah. They took care of business. You were eaten alive within seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like any other thing, like imagine being yeah. like thrown into hot lava or something, <laughs> you know? So with that being said, would you appreciate a cat eating you before maggots could get to you? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, if I'm already Penny dead, doing Penny the job, can, like fucking have the lion's share. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> you know, just pulling up like, you know, just like some National Geographic photo of like Penny with blood all over her, like tawny She's fur. She's like, that's like the her truest self is eating you. Yeah. She's like, She's, I've never felt more like me. Yeah. No, Penny would, yeah. I mean, I would yeah. be offended if she didn't eat me. Yeah. Oh, I know if I die, Cooper will be the first one to Co- eat me. Cooper would be the first oh, one? Oh, hell yeah. No. no. You don't think Mimo so? would be like, oh, we can eat that. Cool. Get out of my way. And then he'd finish it. But Cooper's the first one that'd be like, hey, everybody. She's Where's gone. Cooper? I don't know where he is. There's Blaney. There's me. <laughs> There's Selma. Maybe maybe this topic is just uh, too much for him. No. Maybe. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, I'm out. And all of a sudden he's like the alien, like the xenomorph. <laughs> like, ah, and you're just like, oh, oh no. <laughs> End of episode. Podcast, yeah. <laughs> Podcast over. Uh, yes. And finally, this is the last one. Uh, a month after death, a corpse's hair and nails will fall out. Ooh. And the organs will liquefy. What does that mean, liquefy? I'm not sure. Does that mean just like, you know, popping a balloon and it's just juice? Yeah. Well, the body is bursting because it's so bloated. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, God, there was a there was a yeah, recent story that the uh, my favorite murder Facebook group, mm-hmm. which is now the size of a small city. Yeah, it's um, so big. I love it. About, I love I love watching the number go up. I'm like, oh, it's gonna hit a hundred thousand yeah, in a week, and yeah. now it's like one hundred and one thousand. Yeah, it's wild. But um, about a person who was pulled over because they had hit a pedestrian and the pedestrian's body was just like dangling on the side of the car. Shit. And this person was just driving with this like dead body hanging off their car. And it's just like, were they drunk or they know? know and I don't, I don't, I don't like, it's oh, okay. Developing. I didn't, I didn't see this one. I mean, maybe there, maybe it's developed since like, yeah. We're oh, recording oh this it was episode, like a new but thing. Like, Got it. it. This is, this is like from a few days ago or something. Yeah. But it's just like, how do you, the the biggest thing behind it was just like how how is this person just like oh I just fucking yeah you know, like well that makes hit. yeah that makes me think of when I fifteen and trying to get my learner's permit that was like a scare story is don't drink and drive because so many people have stories of driving home from a bar drunk and then waking up in the morning with a dead body or uh-huh. blood on their car and being like I don't know if I hit a deer or a person we just had a fun night. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> just, somebody was like, we're going to be blood brothers. You know? Yeah. Rub our oh, fucking wrists together. Yeah. Is that the blood from blood brothers or did I that, hit a person? That, that's a blood. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. So that was one of those like, don't drink and drive. Also, a lot of stories of people just driving into other people's houses without realizing it. Yeah. I mean, that's a scary thing, too, of like. Yeah. Like the being like the fucking Kool Aid. <laughs> oh oh yeah. yeah, 
You watching CSI? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Count me in. In there, it's like, oh thank yeah. God they had a pool that fucking <laughs> stopped the car from slamming into the house. Yeah. Going back to the decomposition of the body and body farms is like what we just went through is kind of like this is like the basic guidelines, but it has there's so many factors like water versus air versus being buried versus being inside affects like the whole decomposition. Yeah. And then also you have to factor in insects and animals that are like, hey, <laughs> fun stuff. But uh, they were saying like, if you are in a coffin, all this gets slowed down because there's oh, no yeah. oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why sometimes grave diggers open up graves and the body's still like pretty intact or <sighs> man to be a grave digger, like back in the day, like hold your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Brace yourself. One of these grave, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's Gonna all get I imagine. some gold. <laughs> yeah. I was an arrow, wasn't he? You fucking gold teeth. Yeah. Okay, oh, me. look over here. I got a prince. Yeah. I don't know if he's a prince. He just says it on the gravestone. <laughs> and this is his tweet. Yeah. <laughs> it says there's a blue check mark by it. He's got to be worth something. Right. Verified, ain't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, What's man. he got? Apple products? <laughs> oh, this person's only, this fucking fuck has only 3,000 followers. <laughs> I thought you were verified you had to at least have it like over 10,000. Yeah, tricked again. Tricked again. What a, this is just an iPhone charger. It's so easy to be verified these days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but everyone, everyone wants that blue check mark. Fuck, man. I'd kill for that blue check mark. <laughs> Do you have to be, like, invited? Is it, like, a ritual? No, you can apply, but, like, oh, you why apply. would you be that much of a loser that you would have? Appl- but, so you can either apply or they will be like, hey, man. No, no, I mean, you can't apply. I think it's really oh. fair to apply. I was just throwing shade. But like, Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I no. didn't know, like, if Twitter, you get an email from Twitter and they're like, we want to verify you because. No, no. If, if they want to verify you, they'll verify you. If you want to be verified, you can apply, but they can be like, no. Yeah, nah, dog. Like, everyone wants to be verified. We got to make this special. You got to prove yourself. Yeah. But a lot of people I know who, uh, there's like, I, I recently, like, just of this last 2016 or whatever, like, I know a handful of people who, like, applied it. And then they were like, oh, yeah, you should be verified. Oh, okay. So, are I, they it, pretty cool about approving, or will they even send you an email that's like, nah, you've been rejected? Get more famous and yeah, then yeah. apply. Get more famous. <laughs> the email's just like, get more famous. Yeah. I, I've seen both. Like, Ooh. people verified after one yeah. thing, or like, you have to try for a few months and they're like, oh, okay. Fine. This person keeps asking. And those are the ones with like 3,000 followers. Yeah. I think they're like, they keep it, bothering me. Yeah. I think ultimately it's like, I mean, I'm sure if you were persistent enough, they might eventually verify Just you. to get you off their back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that you've, you know, you've done enough or whatever. Yeah, But yeah. then there's other people who are like, nope, this person clearly deserves to be verified. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> learning all kinds of things. Yeah, you know, episode. it's a good note to end how on. How bodies like... decompose and then <laughs> and how, how you do... can live forever <laughs> by being verified. Yeah, because does your Twitter live forever? Because I know Facebook now does like a remembrance of, they turn your page into that. So they don't spook all their friends and family every Uh, couple years? Well, I did have a friend. I wished her a happy birthday and then I got a message that said she had passed away. So maybe that's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah, that was a tough thing. That was 
be like, but it's her birthday. For the people who are not at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally speechless. Yeah, yeah. Stephen is speechless. That's yeah. Fucked. It was somebody like uh, I did like a summer uh, education, summer arts retreat with. I know that was a bummer. Uh, but since then, it's made Wait, me realize. Did like pointed out, or you like wish yeah. them a happy birthday, and then you looked, and you're like. Oh. No, no, no. I wished them a happy birthday. And then one of their friends, because this was a few years ago, like sent me, sent me a message. No, no, no. But they sent me a message and was like, hey, it seems like you don't know. Because I was like, hey, happy birthday. Hope's all well. Like, we should hang out or something. And it was like, oh, shit. But now it's those pages are, I don't know. You know. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. So I know on Twitter, but Twitter doesn't say your birthday. So you don't, thank God we don't have to wish people a happy birthday on Twitter. That no. would be too much work. Uh, well, I mean, I mean yeah. we, we both grew up in the age where like, we were like the last generation to not have Facebook in high school. Yeah. 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 And Snapchat. And yeah. yeah did you watch the- that documentary on Netflix? It's, uh, it's, I think it's called Audrey and Daisy and it's about social media ruining lives of young people oh i don't know that but um but i mean i mean it's just like i friended anyone that was like in the class of 2009 at santa barbara you know what i mean like when i was a freshman it was like oh who are who are are also all the freshmen coming into uc santa barbara oh yeah that's what it was about was like connecting with new college people that's what it so it's like so yeah of course i wouldn't yeah i mean you know there's people's birthdays every day on my Facebook. And I'm like, I don't remember how I knew. Yeah. So <laughs> I also make it a point. If it's someone's birthday that I'm like, I'll probably run into him this week. I won't wish them a happy birthday on Facebook. But when I see him in person, I'll be like, happy birthday. Of course. And then if I don't see them, then I feel like an asshole. <laughs> no, but I mean, but also, you know, they probably had 400 people wish them a happy birthday yeah. at least. So it doesn't matter. Well, that's why it's like, that's the best time to unfriend people too. During their birthday. Well, yeah. Cause they're not going to notice cause everyone's wishing them a happy birthday. Oh shit. So they're not going to notice when somebody, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck dude. I now th- I'm going to be like on my birthday. I'll be like, I lost 10 friends on my birthday. Who are you? Yeah. But you don't give a shit about <laughs> Yeah. I, I felt vindicated cause I had this thought in my head the whole, and I'm sh- it's not an original thought, but like I was thinking this, uh, but then Emily Gordon also made a tweet about it pretty recently. Yeah. She was like, yeah, like unfriending people on their birthday is like the best time to unfriend somebody on Facebook because like (laughs) they're not going to notice. And I was just like, yeah, "Yeah, that's exactly what I've been thinking this whole time where it's just like, because you have hundreds of people wishing them a happy birthday. They're not going to, unless they're so neurotic that they're going to notice that their friend, like, yeah, I don't even know. I guess that would be neurotic of me now knowing this hot tip to be like, who's unfriending? Well, I don't even know my friend count anymore. Like, yeah. I don't even know that. Yeah, I don't. Like, I couldn't tell you. Like, what it was. I'll like, I'll be honest. I'm very aware of like what my Twitter and Instagram like counts are. But like, I haven't looked at what my Facebook is ever. Yeah. Because you can't even really see it. Well, yeah. You know and what also, I mean? Like, Insta- Instagram and Twitter make it very much like in your oh, face. Oh, yeah. Like, Here's this is your number every are. day. Like, this. But, and they'll even tell you like your tweets and like how they're doing, yeah, like on a graph. But like, and all Facebook that shit. doesn't tell you anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And also, like, Facebook, I feel like anytime someone does unfriend me, it's very rare that I'm like, hey, I should check in with that person. Oh, I've, oh they unfriended me. Well, that makes sense. We haven't talked in like four exactly. years. Same thing. It's me being like, oh, that person from college, I should send them a 
message. Oh, they unfriended me. Hey, that makes sense. Like, when are we really ever going to hang out? We've never hanging out since we've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the mess. And like, if I send them a message, just be like, "Hey, how's it going? Good, great, cool. Bye, bye, bye. This was awesome. Uh, anything else we want to add? No, Any other morbid facts? And like, yeah, check out those Sally Mae photos. Yeah, I don't know if I. Man, next time I, I'm going to go to Graceland and then I'm going to go to the body farm. Oh, right, right. Yeah, just outside of Knoxville. I wonder if you can like go on a little tour or something. The the the, the yeah. person uh, that I saw in the Vice documentary seemed very sweet. So I feel like he'd be down. Yeah, I'm sure that's one of those things that there's not hundreds of people trying to get in. They're like, oh, you're interested? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we just got this fresh body. Oh. Let, me, let me show you around. Have you been to Graceland? No, I haven't. It's pretty cool. So I go to Graceland and mm-hmm. then go to the body farm. Yeah. And if, you know, next time you're in Amsterdam, they should have that up and running. Yeah, Just keep, I mean, if you see a Kentucky Fried Chicken, look around you. There might be a body farm nearby. You jerky human. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sydney, Australia or Can't US. Wait. That's your only, only options. The rest are, it's illegal. Can't wait. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Coop just came out. Yeah, he's back. It's like he knows we're, we're wrapping up. Yeah, he wants a cookie. Yeah, hey Coop, you uh, I don't, I want to say you want a cookie. That feels like ripping off. Do you just want a meow? You want a meow? No, he's he just wants to he's just working it. I mean, that Elvis meowing after uh, listening to some heavy episodes, honestly, and also I love that Georgia and Karen came up with a let's talk about something happy right before yeah, yeah. we get out. No, no, it. Makes it sense. It's. Makes sense and it's so great. It, it's necessary for all of us. Yeah. So instead, they, instead we're gonna watch some cats play with each other. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Fun. We talked about Twitter getting verified. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have some outro. I'll say something happy then. <laughs> Yay! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. that's our episode. Thanks, Stephen, for coming on. And guys, like I said, we were drinking some whiskey. We were coming up with some facts that uh, we didn't know all the answers, but I did some research. So if you guys want to go out and learn more about these cases and stories and museums, here's some info. So the I Survive story we were referencing to that was told on My Favorite Murder is all about the woman Jennifer Holliday. The woman that was dead for three years with her TV on was Joyce Vincent. There's a great documentary about the case, about her story called Dreams of a Life. The 1950s actress that died in her home and body was undiscovered for, they think, a year. Also, a fact I learned while re-researching this was her space heater was still on the whole time. Uh, This is B-list actress and Playboy pinup Yvette Vickers. And the San Francisco Museum that Stephen was referencing was the California Academy of Sciences. And there you could meet Claude the Albino Alligator. Thanks again, Stephen, for coming on. Remember, you can follow Stephen on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Stephen Ray Mortis. Be sure to listen to the Purcast, My Favorite Murder, and Mother May I Sleep With podcast. They're all super great. Also, you can follow me, Cassie Jerkins, on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins. And please be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. And if you're shopping on Amazon, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumbnerds and click on that support our artist button. All right. Have a great week. Bye. Will you think of me every day? This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast.
For more information and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.